0: All right. Well, hey, welcome back. Tales from the Secret Cabin 2021. Uh, Man, really glad to be back. This is so fun. (laughs) How are we doing?
1: Yeah, I am so glad to be back. It's been forever. It got done. I got sad. Um, And then I started thinking about all the things that could be. I started spreading ideas to people. They fell to the ground. And then excitement finally happened again. And here we are.
2: I'm very happy. I feel like I needed this. Why? <laughs> today. Because <laughs> it, it is. It's It, it replenishes uh, faith in my faith, is what I would say.
1: All right. I want to begin by just saying, who are you? And then we just yeah. go around to so introduce ourselves. So, I'm Jenny.
2: Ourselves. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I'm going to take your, your tone here, KJ. Um, and I love what I do, especially this right here. So...
1: Awesome. I'm KJ. Um, I'm a pastor, a beekeeper, a poet, a father. I had someone in Breckenridge tell me that I forgot to say I was a father. (laughs) And so I'm a father. I have a son who's 13 and a daughter who's 11, but she's practically 27. Um, And um, I love this and I enjoy being here. So... I feel blessed.
0: Awesome. So, I'm Phil. Uh, I'm a father, too. That's a good point. Good good to remind me of that. Uh, (laughs) Husband. I'm a pastor. Um, I don't know. I'm just trying to keep it all moving forward. (laughs) I don't know what other labels I'd throw on that, but uh, I am excited to be here. I have missed this. And, uh, yeah, it's just fun to be back together in this wonderful place again. Um, Rather chilly this morning uh, here in the secret cabin, but... uh, yeah, rather. Let's chilly. do this. Yeah, yeah. It, so
1: actually, it's. Uh, I, I got up super early and I, I got up at f- five and I got some heat going on in the secret cabins so that would be comfortable, and then, but it isn't comfortable. It's <laughs> really cold. It's uh, fine now. Uh, but it's there's good. yeah, it's it's cold.
2: So. And and I love that you can, you know, there's a beauty of seeing the steam off of our tea like. We had that one of the first times I was here, and you, and it's there again, and it's really beautiful. So.
1: All of us are bundled up. Uh, we have our coats on, our gloves on. <laughs> Phil did, doesn't, though. He just has a no. final, and he's a big human being. And so um, I we're think he's taken care <laughs> of, and I'm just, like, shivering over here. feels yeah. like, oh, I'm, I'm <laughs> <bald>. <laughs> I have my flannel and my hairy chest, uh, so we're
0: good. So I was curious too, thinking about this space because it's been a while since you've been in here. do you, Do you come in here, KJ? Like, have you been in here since our last podcast? have you do you change things in here at all? Man, that's a great question. So before the podcast, I
1: actually came in here all the time. and uh, I would uh, just be inspired by the space. And then after the podcast began, it became a podcast space that it became like this this holy podcast space and so I don't think I would feel okay coming here apart from Mm. the podcast experience it's like that's the thing it's set aside for and so the only time someone comes here is to do the podcast and it's special
2: Mm. that's how I have some Netflix shows that I can only watch when I work out and so <laughs> it's the same thing. It's the same it's right, thing. the exact same thing.
0: So there's a there's a temptation in me to want to move forward, but before we do, maybe uh I don't know, maybe we, we sit there a little bit in terms of just the podcast that happened, uh just because we did just launch this and I know um as I've thought about just the the podcast journey that we took kind of over the Advent season, man. Um, a lot of fun memories, a lot of, of stories that have come out of that experience, and on a personal level, but even just, I think, for me, the community of people that have kind of joined into this experience, and that we've met uh, all over, um, not only just Colorado, but other states, you know, north and south of here, and all kinds of stuff, so uh, I don't know, let, let's talk about that, what What do you think of when you um, think about this podcast, obviously, it's a, it's a fun thing that we get to do together, but just kind of, what was the Advent thing like, and
1: Man that's um I uh, if if I could just ball it all up I would just say I'm thankful. Um I um had the opportunity because of the podcast so I was like I was kind of was like forced to have the advent conversation <laughs> even before advent began. And so something I was always thinking about and always processing and and then because of you who are out there who are tuning into this podcast had also been a part of the conversation. Like I go to King supers and I've talked to someone about the podcast. I go on a hunt and I'm talking about the podcast and we're talking about Advent. It's like, I couldn't escape this incredible conversation. And like, it brought me to this point of Christmas. that I thought, I'm having the most incredible Christmas that I've ever had. And it's because I engaged Advent. I mean, like, hardcore for the first time. But I feel like I didn't do it by myself. Um, That the podcast kind of created this sense of there's hundreds and hundreds of people who are in this thing. And we're all in it together. And I loved it
2: yeah I think for me it was and I talked about this when we were doing it, but it it was a completely new experience for me because I had no you know no training, no even even upbringing of really what advent was, and so i think um for me, it was experiencing it for the first time, and i I loved learning new things. And I loved, um, being able to, you know, even sit down and, uh, with my, my 12 year old, I've talked about her, but we listened to Stetson's one on the St. Nicholas and, you know, it was so fun to like watch her be like, what, you know, have no idea, but I didn't know that, you know, so it was fun to like learn that together. And yeah, I think, I think it was just, it's fun to learn new things and I rarely sit down with people like for coffee and have long conversations so I think there's something in me that does long for that I just didn't know and so it was very life-giving in that sense
1: I actually had somebody um, who who contacted us from that episode and said that they had bought Stetson a children's book yes. about uh, Santa Claus and the origins, and it was everything he talked about. And she was so excited uh, to give it to him. And it's just like like things kind of like yeah. the I I'm just thankful.
2: Mm-hmm. That's good,
0: yeah. but it's a new year it is a new year it is a new year and uh yeah it's it's fun to to be able to you know we use the phrase a lot KJ i think turn the corner right it kind of mm-hmm. feels like hey we're turning a corner mm-hmm. i mean that's what a new year represents um but with that experience kind of in the in the background or as a foundation it's a really fun corner to turn and like i mentioned i i'm just um i'm most uh encouraged by and probably have enjoyed getting to talk with and engage the broader community of of us that are just You know, using this as an opportunity to, I don't know, create pause and reflection and conversation and and share that together and, um, I absolutely hated hearing my voice. That's the worst thing in the world. Yeah, I actually <laughs> haven't
1: heard our podcast yet oh, because yeah. I, I no, hate hearing myself really
2: talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: uh, it's a weird deal, uh, but um, other than that, I think yeah. it was a pretty pretty enjoyable thing. You but...
2: have a good radio yes. voice. <laughs>
0: I, I don't even know what that means, but <laughs> but thank you, Jenny, for sharing that. <laughs> that's <good. laughs> oh, that's good. Well, what I don't know what's what's on our hearts. I mean, again, we're we're looking towards. You know this new year and everybody kind of experiencing this new year together and just as we think about these conversations like what what's the vision here you know the the blue sky conversation about Mm -hmm. tales from the secret cabin we haven't had that yet
1: yeah here all I have it's kind of like this feeling Um, and um, uh, typically as the Sun is going down on Christmas Day I am depressed and it's like, well, that was it. It isn't all that it cracked up. They're like, it's it's so predictable. Um, but it didn't happen this year. And in fact, so I was sitting there and I had the kids there, and all of us said, I think this was our best Christmas that we've ever had. And and I thought, I truly believe because I I there was this engagement of hope, um, like true hope. There was this, this experience of peace and we did have joy and it was surrounded in love and and like being able to embody. And I, and I thought, what if, (laughs) Um, how I feel on this day is the point, like the point of the Advent season was to bring us here. Like Mm -hmm. that's the point. And because it doesn't typically happen, then I don't typically feel fulfilled or like, it's just like, because I don't typically engage, I don't typically feel whole in the things I'm pursuing. Um, okay. So anyway, um, I've begun to think like, man, I believe in the bigness of God. I believe in the heart of God. I believe that God has big things for all of us and they are, often aren't big, they're tiny, but in their tininess, they're gargantuan. Um, and and our everyday practical experiences are sacraments if they're able to be seen. And um, I, I don't have the quote. It's the Ebenezer uh, Scrooge quote. It's like the idea that he kept... Christmas from that that day forth, and um, I think that's a desire I have, is to practice and to dialogue, to to be a part of the perpetual conversation um, that God has for us to see all things as sacraments and all things as spiritual, and so that I can experience wholeness and grace and beauty and brokenness. And the thing I experienced on Christmas, I'm dying to find that again every day. Like that's, that's kind of the place that I'm at. And so uh, the goal of the podcast, um, the goal of the podcast (laughs) is to do that together. It's to go on this, this hunt for God, together uh to pursue and to chase and to find and to be excited about him showing us things that haven't been seen before because it's the season of epiphany
2: Hmm. i think i'm in this this moment of um no expectations and i think it's funny you talk about your Christmas and, uh, our Christmas was, was really good. It was really relaxed. Um, and I think that it, it needed to be that. And I probably a lot of people's needed to be that we've sometimes put these expectations on this day and, you know, i I will experience joy this day, you know, this, you know, warm feeling or whatever. And then it is not, ex- what you expected or um, that kind of thing. But this year, you know, we didn't have this, you know, large family dinner at one o'clock in the afternoon. You know, it was praise God. Yeah. Huh? Right. Yeah. That feel good. <laughs> it was, <laughs> you know, paper bowls and soup and eat when you're hungry. And there was something hmm. so just peaceful about that, about not having this expectation of this perfectly done dinner or this, you know, This time around the table and, you know, talking politics or whatever, you know, those kind of things. But it was it was so much more, um, yeah, relaxed. And and it was nice going in to that day with no expectations. And I think that. I'm trying to, like, stay in that place. And Mm -hmm. so even with this whole, you know, big vision of whatever this podcast will create, I. I'm not going in with expectation, but going in that hopefully there will be some formation and some realization. But um, but yeah.
0: So KJ, my uh, my mind's going like a hundred different directions because there's a lot of places we could go there. But you said a couple things. Again, Jenny, even too, you're alluding to this this idea of of things building and, and momentum and like so maybe not expectations of where it's going, but what does it mean to journey together in that? And uh, even, you know, in my own life, there's, there's never really been a launching point after Christmas to continue that forward, right? And so, again, we're kind of presented with this beautiful church calendar where you said the season of epiphany is here, and it's a building on of what just happened. And so again, you know where, where we go, but I'd, I'd love to just hear your heart more or, or even our hearts on that, just what, what does that mean to you what with this season of epiphany and, and and I don't know our conversation here, just what journey are you on with God in that right now? I uh, think like talking about epiphany,
1: it's very easy like to go back in the past and talk about the origins of epiphany, what epiphany actually is, or um, from these different church uh Platforms, but I don't think that's uh, the heart I have at this point. And if but that is something that's super interesting, then you go and you go do it. You pull out your phone and you pull up all the info that I could do. Um, I think, um, first off, um, just as Christmas is supposed to have advent before it. Epiphany is supposed to have Christmas before it, but Christmas is supposed to have epiphany after it. Um, And typically there's that December 26th depression because we're all hoping for something else. And it's like, yeah, you are, you're hoping for epiphany. Um, And at its like poetic core, an epiphany is seeing something you have not seen before. It's it's from a sudden experience. There's the aha, like oh my gosh, I never knew, or oh my gosh, I've seen. It's the um, it's the I'm gonna be bad here. So uh, it's the guy in the bathtub who gets in the bathtub and then it overflows and he's like ah oh, displacement epiphany. <laughs> it's the the wow. guy in the apple who the apple falls from the tree and gravity is then thought of like oh epiphany um and the season of epiphany is just that it's it's this expectation for encounters to see things Uh, to be shown things, to experience things that you've never seen before, that you've never encountered before. However, because epiphany is a part of the church calendar, it comes time and time and time again. It's been turned kind of into this thing that's just a traditional, here's the epiphany of the, the, the Persians. Here's the epiphany of John the Baptist. I'm hungry for the epiphany of KJ Tenza <laughs> and the epiphany of Jenny Hooten and the epiphany of filgers. Like, like, and, and furthermore, instead of it becoming something that that's just a traditional thing that that you talk about the same things, because that's the antithesis of epiphany. Epiphany is brand new things. It's like, Oh my gosh, I just had an epiphany. And the church calendar almost says, you get to see and experience and behold and encounter new things every year, and it's it's like yes, please. And I think that's the place uh, that I'm at. Is like I want to be expected. Um, just as Chinese said, I don't have the expectations. I don't either, but I have. I don't have expectations, but I expect to be shown and to see and I expect God to show up. And and for this season and for this time, it's like, so is God saying, hey, I'm going to show you something. Hey, I want to show you something. I want to show you something. Like that's the posture I am excited to encounter. I love
0: it. <laughs> I, I know. I'm like, well, I don't like, know how to
2: follow that. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> well, uh, well, no, no, but, yeah, okay,
0: there's, oh, again, there's so much where that, that triggers in my mind, just just different places and different questions. And the the first kind of thought that comes to mind is just, like, what, how do you know you've had an epiphany? Like, like what, when you say, like, God, show me this, or I believe this is going to happen, is that something that you sit back and you reflect on and say, Oh wow, God was there. I just didn't realize it. Or is it in the moment? Like, there's something physical or tangible that happens to you that you're like, God is is revealing. Or I don't know. I you know.
2: I think it can be both. Sure. Honestly.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> classic KJ. <kids laughs> I, I mean, epiphanies. <laughs> yes. I mean, like, yeah, like this this. Um, so there's the f- first theme of epiphany it's the persians who follow the star of bethlehem to um the uh the place that jesus is and that's the first uh theme of epiphany and and so today i was taking a shower and epiphanies typically happen in the shower and and so i was (laughs) thinking yeah for me (laughs) and and i was uh, was thinking about i was thinking about the the persians and the stars star and i've i've been over those passages a billion times and then but the the, the whole thing that happened on december the 23rd as far as saturn and jupiter and you know everyone talking about that you know and i thought no because the star moved and um it's a tiny thing it's a tiny thing it's this tiny little thing and then i thought the star moved and then I started crying because I thought <laughs> I'm having an epiphany because the star moved and, and, and so I'm like, well, who cares? If the star moved, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's the star moved and that makes everything different. They right. didn't see a st- 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 star and pull out their st- star charts and say, that's exactly the place I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. They followed a star night after night after night. And it was in a different place and it was guiding them. And then then I started thinking about my own spiritual journey, and as I, so as a kid, how I was taught, like, here are the things of God. It's like pulling out these these charts and saying, "There's a star. It's going to be in the same place. Um, You know, just set your course for that, and you go. And if you Mm. do it, success will follow you, and Mm. you will be a person of God." And the star moved. And, and so I'm like, I, I'm in this like place today, just in this like, the star is moving. And yes, God is the same always. But could he be in the? Could he be the same as the characteristic? Is he's always moving, and like that's something that's always the same. Instead of he's stagnant, um, could it be like he is changing? And that's a part of the thing that's always the same. Is he is a dy- dynamic God who is encountering and speaking and guiding in this day to day? The star moved the star moved and it that's it like that for me is possibly the thing i was trying to find mm. on december the 25th it was the star moved and the persians would We go out in the evening and say, oh, it's over there tonight. (laughs) We're going this way tonight, you know, instead of here's our course and I am going full steam ahead. Um, That is the first theme of Epiphany for me. It's this idea that there is joy in the pursuit. There's joy in the finding there's the joy in the day after day seeing it and saying there it is
2: that's beautiful it moved it moved <laughs> i know i love that i i think uh i won't go into too much detail obviously but like the past 24 hours has been a little difficult for me and um there's i'm in this process right now i'm there's a book I'm reading that's talking about habits and, um, really how our habits, you know, form our lives and then your habits also can form your heart. And it's really kind of made me really look inside to what my habits have become and that they, they, you know, you do them subconsciously, you know, you just do them. And, uh, so, I'm finding myself in this place. And when I say finding myself, I mean in the last 24 hours,
1: <laughs> this is fresh,
2: but finding myself committing to changing habits in my life and you know, um, changing even the way I wake up in the morning.
1: Okay. Like how,
2: um, explain
1: that. Like how do you get up differently in the morning?
2: Well, without, I mean, I don't want to like plagiarize this guy's book and everything. It's, it's really good. But, um, you know, he talks about like, you know, prayer before phone even because how many of us, you know, wake up in the morning, we look at our phone and that sets the, even the trajectory of even our prayer time, Hmm. you know, because of what you see in these, these notifications that come in and, you know, creep in or something like that. Yeah. And so it was interesting To practice that even this morning, you know, to be like, I'm not even going to look at my phone. I'm Mm -hmm. just going to get up and have, you know, just a small time. It wasn't anything long. I don't have a lot of time in the morning. But but to kind of set the trajectory of the day to be about who God is to me and not about what I need from him first thing in the morning. I don't even do that all the time, you know, in the morning. So I'm not the typical quiet morning person, but... Or quiet time morning person, but... Um, You're not the quiet morning
0: person. Or either. the quiet
2: morning person. No, I'm very much talkative. But And I'm not saying I've had this amazing epiphany today, but the epiphany lies in the fact that I know I want to start changing these small habits that can have a very... The micro having effect on the macro That's awesome. in my life.
0: Is there... Is there a quality to that epiphany or or even KJ, what you were describing that has, there's a God quality in it that's different than just, hey, this is New Year's and it's a New Year's resolution and I want to make some changes mm-hmm. and this is just my thought. Like there's something different in the way you're articulating this. There's a weight to it yeah. that feels inspired in some way.
2: Um, well, okay. So to go back to your question so yesterday I experienced my first panic attack ever. <laughs> so okay, if anybody's yeah. ever experienced that, you can understand. Uh, all right. So
1: help us, help <laughs> us picture this <laughs> panic attack. don't want this to
2: become a therapy. No, <laughs> just, just help us picture
1: this panic attack. You get what you pay for. I right. also have <laughs> had a panic attack and it was brutal. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's so pretty traumatic. Picture here.
2: Um, okay. So I, I think there's a lot of, you know, obviously underlying things I have, you know, there's control, there's, you know, per- perfectionism, lot of um, performance issues that obviously I need to start dealing with a little more. Um, But a lot of that has built up over these past few months. Um, And I think just the added stress of remote learning and working full time. And, you know, I think there were a lot of um, expectations I put on myself. So I didn't feel it from people around me. It was, you know, a narrative that I had going in my head. And I think it built up and a wave just hit yesterday. Mm-hmm. And luckily my husband was off work. He was home downstairs and you know I have a 6-year-old that's blasting her, you know, songs and that she's singing in class, you know, in the living room and I'm trying to work and this is the first day back for me after being gone and so you know 80 plus emails that I'm <laughs> going through and it just built and built and built and built. Um and it got to this moment where I could not, I couldn't focus and I could not focus to the point of making lunch for my daughter. (laughs) Like I literally could not figure out how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So my six year old was like, I can make it. And then I called my husband upstairs and was like, I think something's happening. Hmm. So, but to go back to your question, like was God in that moment, Absolutely. Like I knew that's what I needed in that moment. And I knew there was, you know, a purpose. It was still terrifying and, you know, a lot of processing throughout the day and everything. But, um, I think that in hindsight, I see God in it and like what he's done just in the past few hours, you know, of like, it's, it's time to like basically center down. It's time to come back down here, not be out there, you know, where you're trying to control things. And, and so my epiphany is definitely lying and not relying on myself and not, um, not when I say the expectations, I set those expectations. <laughs> so that's, I see God in both in the hindsight and then in that moment.
0: Thanks for sharing.
2: Yeah. Yeah, there you, I, you go. I
1: think, like, the, 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 the thing that feels that like the God quality, it's, it's more of this, like, this, like, soul experience. It's yeah. the, I don't know. It, it feels different than saying I'm going to have a quiet time in the morning uh, or yeah. I'm going to have this, yeah. I, you know. And I got to say, I mean, so people always say you got to, Give your God, give God the best, you know. So I'm gonna have a quiet time every. morning. If I had a quiet time every morning, that would not be giving God my best. No, I mean I am my uh, the opposite of my best in the morning until like mm. two in the afternoon. Then I'm thriving. <laughs> uh, so if I'm gonna give God my best, it's at like two in the afternoon, and then around four I start to go downhill. Mm-hmm. So I have a good, a good. So are you not giving of, us your best? No, this moment? I'm <laughs> okay, definitely not. Fair. Like I'm like, I have to have <laughs> some more coffee. That, <laughs> note that. It's only 12. Um, so yeah. So, so, so I had something kind of similar as far as like the homeschooling thing. So Zion has, uh, he's part of this, like the algebra class and, and, um, it's hard. And, yes. and I'm like, I, I'm really bad at this. And so he had this, this, uh, thing for algebra that he's like, Hey dad, I I need to have help here. And in my head, I was like, man, this isn't important. The stuff he's being taught is not important. And then I had this go back in the past, uh, epiphany of, I remember being a freshman in high school, and being a punk in algebra class, doing the same sort of problem—the the x and the y on the charts and the graphs and you know, all sure. that stuff. Sure. All that stuff that is not important. Um, <laughs> and I remember putting up—We mm, love you, math teachers. Mm, my hand and saying, C- Coach Kennedy, am I ever going to do any of this as an adult? And he ignored my, like, my question. Like he turned my back and he just kept going. And I thought, I will never use this. And then I thought, he should have said at that point, just hold on because in 2020 there'll be a global pandemic and you are gonna have a son in the same class doing the same problem. And if you don't pay it. attention right now, you are gonna feel like an idiot and feel like you're a failure in everything. Because that's how I've been feeling as far as homeschooling yeah. or it's, it's not homeschooling, I guess, yeah, the remote, but, yeah, but it's like the pressure of the scores he gets on those tests aren't his scores. Those are, those are <laughs> my scores. And like, it's how good of a teacher am I? And it's like expecting to perform in things I'm not even able to perform in. And it's crap. And so <laughs> I want to just say, honey, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay.
2: It is. I I will definitely get there. I think I think there. You know, when I just in talking with people, I had a girlfriend stop by yesterday afternoon, and talking with her, obviously, I am not alone in this feeling and this, you know, feeling like. Just keep it together. They go back to school here, you know.
1: Everyone out there is like Everyone. shaking their head right now and saying, <laughs> there, "Thank you for." There's a about mom this.
2: right now not being able to cook some cup of noodles because she's in the same, you know, same place. But, um, and there's obviously there's something really comforting in that. Um, not healthy, but you know, there's something very comforting in knowing other people are experiencing the same thing. I think I just want to learn, and I want. I'm not a goal setter, but I will say it. My goal, I think for this season, this time, even in this time of epiphany is to learn from this epiphany so that I am better equipped to handle um, things that, that come in a wave like that,
1: hmm. that
2: I'm, I'm more aware of myself, of my psychology, of that's good. my, you know, my faith so that, Something like that doesn't take down my a day. I mean, a complete day. That's
1: good.
0: There's a uh, um, uh, there's a situation or story, KJ, that you and I had um, a few weeks ago. uh, You actually gave a a message on Epiphany, and um, you and I had a, a fun opportunity to chat. Uh, with our online uh, you know, platform of that, um, while the service was going on, I got to basically get an entire epiphany experience with KJ, <laughs> hearing a sermon from KJ, which was a fabulous journey for me. Um, but one of the things that we talked about in that conversation was um, possibly, could it be possible that a true epiphany or that an epiphany carries the quality of change, that The difference between just an aha and an epiphany is that there's a change that happens or there's a change that we're moving towards or that we long for. Um, And so again, just, just in a reflection or hearing the stories or thinking through kind of myself and, and this longing. It's always about change. It's always about what do I want? Where is God leading? What's being stirred? What do I need to out of desperation? Or what is this vision for my life that, that I've never been able to achieve but always want to go after? Um, and there's some sort of epiphany in that, that God always nuances or speaks to or leans into. And I don't know, I just thinking through that, that role that change plays with epiphany, or at least true epiphanies have that kind of quality to them so is it
1: possible that the goals that people typically set they don't typically happen or they don't actually change the person or you fail or like the fact that I always go on a diet on January the <laughs> 1st and I always ask how did I end up here again I thought I succeeded this last year um, you like, did until March 10th <laughs> yeah. Yeah. is it because epiphany did not happen um, that I did not come to this place um, that, that I changed but I only practiced habits of change um, how how do i experience a p- epiphany so that from the inside out um i don't have to be here ever again mm-hmm. yeah. um, because it moved the star moved you know yeah. like it's not bringing us back to the same place
2: i think it's easy to like i think people sometimes search for their own epiphany what they want again i'm going to my own control issues but even even when you're you know setting oh, those goals but you 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 decide for yourself, yep. you know what what it is going to be that that changes drastically about you 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 make that decision for yourself rather than letting you know having the limit you know I'll say the limitations that God can put in our lives for purpose, you know and seeking those rather than trying to set our own
1: I love that I think to go into this season and to be able to say, I don't know, um, is the greatest gift. And that's the beginning of the season of a Um, but culture tends to do the opposite. It's here's the plan. Here's exactly Mm -hmm. what's going to happen. Here's Mm -hmm. how I'm going to conquer the planet. And so to posture ourselves from this place that tiny had for the podcast of, I don't know. Um, I'm going to be shown and I'm, I'm expectant. And, um, um, that is a great posture for us to be in and to begin everything in.
0: What about, uh, epiphanies born of hope? And what I mean by that is I think it's easier sometimes to be, to experience or to see those Necessary changes out of desperation, or, sure. or out of um, you know a long term journey, and like you said, every year it's January first we make the New Year's resolutions, and then we go back to January first we do it again. Um, I'm captivated by this idea of a vision, and I don't know the, the 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 heart of God, or just the the way in which He has created us and the world and the cosmos. Like what what is being drawn out there that is there an epiphany for us in there in this season too that's that's just I don't know, if that if that's making any sense at all, but it that's where I at least came up with the phrase the epiphany of hope. Like there's a hopeful thing that maybe in my life it's it's good, it's fine, it's whatever, but man, if I could experience that or change that way or have God speak to me that way, um, it would just be over an abundant of anything I'd ever dream of, that kind of thing. Yeah. Is there any thoughts in your mind or what that could look like in your life? Yeah,
1: I mean, I think, like, isn't that, like, the thing that just keeps us getting up day after day? It's, like, the hope of, of something you can't really put your finger on um, yeah. but it's there it's like this this proverbial promise of like things are getting better or I'm going to experience such and such and or like the desire of my heart is just right around the corner and it keeps it keeps us getting up day after day as if things are going to actually get better but they never do and like there's <laughs> they don't time. I mean like you check out call, you know like it's just like yeah. what is it that keeps human beings going forward in a hopeful posture by mm-hmm. there's like, it's perplexing it to is me, perplexing. this vocabulary of hope. It's like all of us feel it. We all desire it, but we can't put our finger on it. But there's this cadence that is drawing us forward. And then, then we go to bed each night saying it's going to happen tomorrow. <laughs> Like, it's just like,
2: is it, or is it, is it schedules
1: or is it happening all along? And that the hope is in the hoping it's like, (laughs) I I, I mean, this, that that's it. Like it's, it's to search for God is to find God. It's Mm -hmm. it's like that it's in the searching he is. Mm -hmm. But if you don't search, you don't find, it's like, I don't know. Like there's so much in that. That is just by having the conversation. Mm. It is.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I love it. The star is moving. <laughs> star is moving. It's like
2: Advent. Advent. It's and like Advent. We have Advent, a new yeah. catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> Advent, Advent.
1: Star is. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, it's the the joy of the pursuit, and I mean, I'm I'm kind of like honed into something like that, being a hunter, and like yeah. that's something I really enjoy is the pursuit. But I think that's that's his perspective of God or it's just like, man, I want to chase God. Mm. I, I, and mm. instead of God is just, just sitting there and he stays in the same right. place and I come to him. That's such, It's like, right. no, like he and I play hide and seek, yeah. you know, like yeah. there's something there that yeah. I just really, desire and um this idea of hunting god pursuing god and it's in the pursuit it is the finding and um there's joy in that and there's epiphany in that
2: i love that imagery of like coming out of the tent every morning to see like where where are you today where do i follow you today yeah
0: yeah i think if if I were to pull that out, just what you just said there, KJ, and pull that out into our bigger picture, like this podcast and, and what's going on here, like there's an intention with this conversation and just sort of, you know, doing it um, regularly and in and, and, and some sort of of consistent way. But that's the real hope. Like it it creates a place of pause for all of us to be recalibrated around the journey, and we're searching and chasing. And what a great image, chasing after God. Um, you know, working through um, maybe there's some some background stories around things like Epiphany or that, but the, the bigger picture there, if I was going to say the point of this for me, it's just there's intention. Like I need intention. I need moments to to stop and to think and reflect and to recalibrate around that idea. And, man, recalibrating 2021 around chasing after God is um, is remarkable. Yeah. Well, it feels like we've... We have started, uh, in, in for at least me in my mind, the very tip of the iceberg <laughs> of something. Uh, we started a conversation, and I know you know before we we started this podcast, you know, we talked about just um, how much we long this to be a, a, a conversation, not just with the three of us, but we're really just launching into a conversation with every one of us that are that are listening and the people that we're talking with, and um, so yeah, I, I think that's this might be a place to kind of. Uh, invite that conversation. We, yeah. you know, stop here, but just uh, open up the um, the invite to to any one of us, uh, whether that's an email or um, uh, you know other ways of, of communicating. Uh, KJ, I don't know what's the best way to get a hold of you, just to continue because we just want this to be something that is more than just us, kind of yeah, moving Instagram, forward. If, Instagram,
1: yeah. Instagram, actually, uh, if find me on Instagram, did I just date KJ myself or something dot, by throwing <laughs> the old yeah. email? You can email the old me. Thing going on.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Direct your letters to Phil. Oh
0: yes, (laughs) I would love letters. Okay, that would
1: actually be. I'm just going to accept letters at this. No, no,
0: no. no. Check it out.
2: (laughs) Hallmark cards. The
1: address of the secret cabin, and people can hand do, and (gasps) it has to be by hand. Oh, please, yes. Do not contact us by Instagram, (laughs) Facebook, or email. It's a rule of the secret cabin. Yeah, Yeah. I'm going to get a PO box Do for it. the secret cabin and we hold will respond thought. in handwritten notes yes only. yeah we will it'll be so, in our outro so hold that thought it's gonna happen i'm gonna get a okay. p.o box that was that just an epiphany Does it that was count? an epiphany. epiphany
0: i think <laughs> that counts
1: and it has integrity too it's like oh it's upholding the idea of the secret
0: cabin brilliant praise god all right till next time Hey, thanks again uh, so much for being here. Uh, We really do appreciate and are just so grateful for each of you taking the time to listen to this podcast, to join in this conversation together. Um, And, uh, you know, just as we mentioned there at the end, uh, we would absolutely love to hear from you. Uh, We'd love to hear your stories, your questions, uh, maybe thoughts, things that are stirring in you uh, as you're uh, listening to these as well. And if you, you know, couldn't tell there at the end, uh, we, uh, haven't thought that through very well, <laughs> but, uh, that idea that we stumbled onto at the end, we just absolutely loved. And it was, again, this concept of just uh, handwritten notes, uh, a way of corresponding there. Just think that's a great way, kind of a throwback to, um, to this 19th century turn of the century cabin that we're podcasting from, uh, as well as just, you know, creating, um, the pause and the space necessary to do a handwritten note, uh, is really in line with what we're trying to do here with the podcast to just create a space for reflection and, and conversation and, um, you know, processing and just going after these, these meaningful parts of life together. So again, if you, if you have any interest in doing that, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, and here's the best, uh, address at this point to send that to, uh, so what you need to do is just address your letter to uh, Tales from the Secret Cabin, and mail it to 1301 15th Street. It's uh, Greeley, Colorado 80631 would be the address there. So let me uh, throw that out there again: uh, 1301 15th Street, Greeley, Colorado 80631. And uh, yeah, we really look forward to hopefully uh, getting a letter or two or three and. Uh, um begin yeah just a, a new conversation there. So um yeah all right well that is it until next time. All right take care friends.